You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast. Just once. Think of a tune. Anything. Just make a match. Why? Well, I don't have to. No, you don't. Uh, hey, listen. Congratulations on some amazing lifting this weekend. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and also on your 80th podcast, which we are going to complete right now currently hopefully. currently recording <laughs> currently recording um you asked the question what's what's an established amount of podcast episodes yes the so the for the average podcast it only lasts 12 episodes the average podcast so of, oh, of everybody that starts a podcast the average person will make it to episode 12 and then that's it. Why do you think that is? 13's an unlucky number. <laughs> is it because it's hard to keep up? They well, set the bar high for themselves? They I, can't cram them in? What I believe, this is just my own personal opinion and speculation, yeah. Um, they have this idea of what it is going to be like, and then they get overwhelmed by, oh, wait, you have to like edit things and plan this stuff out and hold yourself accountable to finding guests and coming up with questions. Like the idea of having a podcast is great, but then once people actually have to put in the effort and the work, that's when I believe is when it, it falls off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I guess enthusiasm as well. will kind of wear off at that point. And I guess I didn't have like a, a long-term goal for this. Like I didn't say like, I'm going to do this many episodes and then, and then that's it. No. Like, yeah, it just kind of went. So I was like, I'm going to keep doing this as long as I still enjoy it and I still enjoy it. So I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's, it's a nice relaxed uh, parameter for you. Absolutely. So yeah. What are we talking about today? Mr. Wood. I'd like to go into the, if, if anybody has been a client of mine, then they've, they will have heard this before. <clears throat> so it might be new for some people that are listening. Um, there are, and this is again, in, in my opinion, as what I've noticed over the last 16, 17 years of, of helping people, there are three components that are, that need to be present in order to be successful in any program or endeavor that you're you're involved in. So those three, and we're gonna dive in each one, those three, in order, in order for there to be a higher chance of success, you need to have knowledge, preparation, and accountability. And those are the top three. I'm sure there are others, but we're gonna, again, dive into each one and, and we'll go over like why I believe it's important and then what you can do to maximize or optimize each one to make sure that you have a higher chance of success again in whatever it is you're you're pursuing so yeah cool 
I actually have never heard you break it down into these three things. Sometimes the things we talk about are kind of like old hat to me. I've heard you say them a lot of times, but this is kind of new. It used to be on a post-it note. (laughs) And now it's on a different post-it note (laughs) because I wrote it on one this morning. All right. So knowledge. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. And there's, we can go in two ways. You, for certain things, there's a good chance you know enough and you don't actually need to know more. For instance, if I had a plate of food in front of you and it was filled with fruits and veggies and and lean protein, and then I had another plate and it had poutine and bacon bits and all the toppings, and I said, do you know which one's healthier? (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about bacon. No, just kidding. Yes, yes, I would know which one. You you don't need to know which one. You don't need to study it and say like, well, I think this one has this many calories and the macronutrient breakdown of this. Like, you don't need to know anymore. You can look at those plates and obviously tell yourself or you know yourself which one is the most healthiest one. Yes. So in instances like that, you don't need to know more. But if you're diving into something new, like, and I'll go back many years, in 2006 when I first started doing CrossFit, I didn't know anything about CrossFit. In fact, when I went through university, in exactly uh, zero of my courses did we learn anything about exercise when it came to lifting weights, Not zero, nothing. It was all human anatomy, human physiology, biomechanics, like we talked about, like, body positions and and forces in the workplace but nothing when it came to like how should we work out and what are some sets and reps that we could do and here are the best exercises for this none that kind of surprises me because many many people that you know major in kinesiology will then go on to work in that field or you know at least somewhat in health and fitness. Now we had activity credits where we had to do sports. So I like, one of my courses was basketball. (laughs) So we just, (laughs) of course it was, we played basketball and one was like rock climbing and one was kayaking. So like there were cool sports and activities, but again, nothing to do with working out or, you know, like the the whole fitness side of it. Now Mm -hmm. that might be different at different universities, but that was me. So when I got into this CrossFit thing, Again, I didn't know much about it, and so I needed to know more. And so my way of of attaining more knowledge back then, and really the only option, was to read and watch videos. And so CrossFit would put out, um, it's called the CrossFit Journal, and from basically 2006 till like 2015, I printed off and read every single journal article, often multiple times. I would check their the CrossFit.com website every morning. It was part of my morning routine. Wake up, see what CrossFit's up to today, look at the workout, and then if they'd post a video, I would watch them. That's how I, I got as much knowledge as possible on CrossFit, reading, watching videos. And if there's something new that you want to do, get out there and read more or watch more videos or listen to podcasts, whatever it is. That's how you're going to acquire, or one of the ways in which you can acquire knowledge. Talk to the people who do the things that you want to do. Yes. Really. 
Because at this point, <laughs> there aren't a lot of things that are new. Correct. Uh, we, we were just talking beforehand, like uh, <laughs> if you want to uh, learn how to play pickleball and you want to you find a top coach in Moncton, you, you might, might have, have to, a hard time. You might have to look hard. Yeah. There was probably not too many you know, pro pickleball coaches in, in Moncton currently. There, there might be coming, it might be coming up. I I'm bet there's sure. someone listening that's like, oh, wait, oh, yeah, I want, I we're going to get a comment. I know, it's fine. But now it's easier mm -hmm. to find a coach for whatever it is you want to do. So it might be you want to learn how to dance. Uh, you want to learn how to cook. There are cooking classes. You want to learn how to fitness. Come on into CrossFit and we will coach you through our fundamentals. We will teach you how to do it and you're gonna learn a lot. You're going to acquire knowledge through doing. So. I love that. Yeah, you don't have to. It's know. almost like acquiring knowledge, yes, through the practice of doing the thing rather than just sort of theoretically learning about something through through reading. And all of it's good. If, you, if you're acquiring knowledge should be done in all those different ways. It's, it's not just one one or the other. No, do, but there can be an over, there's an overabundance of information now. If I have to say, if I was entering the CrossFit world and I just wanted to learn as much as I could about CrossFit, I'd be overwhelmed because there's a lot out there now and a lot of, I don't want to say misinformation, but yeah, that's what it is. there's some <laughs> misleading things, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I would say don't try to figure it all out yourself, reach out to somebody who's doing the thing that you're doing. For sure. Yeah. So that's one, knowledge. Oh. Um, no, no more so you can make better, better decisions. Yeah. Whatever it is. Um, second one is preparation. And this can come in many different forms and facets. Um, when it comes to, for instance, fitness or exercise, um, having your stuff laid out beforehand you're, you're preparing, you're eliminating decisions that wouldn't otherwise need to be made in the moment or just prior to the moment. Um, like if you're, mm -hmm. if you're getting ready in the morning, oftentimes the lights are out or it's dark, your wife is still in bed cause it's cold and she doesn't want to get up and you, you yell that if you turn the lights on. So I just might be speaking from experience here. <laughs> so it's in my best, um, <laughs> Interest. Uh, interest to have all of that laid out beforehand. So when I get up, I just go to the end of the bed on the on the bench, grab, grab my clothes, and then walk downstairs. And then it's all set. I don't have to wake anybody up. I leave up my clothes anything. downstairs. Well, that's smart. No, yeah. It's that extra step. That's what I do right before I go to bed is lay, lay everything out. So that's one, preparation. So then you don't have to decide what to do later on or if you're going to do it later on. Do it's you think decided. that eliminating those little decisions along the way are actually ensuring your success more because you've kind of made them ahead of time and they're not options anymore? Without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt. And that goes back to food preparation. If you live your day meal by meal, you're actually wasting more time deciding and preparing everything individually versus if you were to do, let's say, a big batch meal and you had everything prepared kind of ahead of time, now you can just grab and go. Yeah. Well, it might take you a lot more time up front, but you'll actually save more time throughout the week by doing it that way. I like saving more time throughout the week. Yeah. It's way better. 
and you're more, again, you're more likely to make better decisions if you eat what you prepare versus, oh, I only have five minutes. I'm just going to go I'm through a drive through Right. Right. How's that going to help you with your goals? Now, I'm not saying never, like never go through a drive through No, but if you're doing it, you know, once or twice a day, okay, well now we have some, some areas so, of opportunity to improve. I like that. Right? I was going to say discussion points. Your areas of opportunity are good. I like yeah. that. Um, any other ways people people can prep? Um, as far as well, we all we like to focus on the fitness kind of side of things. Yeah. I would say to register for a class if you're going to it. Yeah, good one. Ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say to that you could. Well, this goes into the next one. It's more accountability. Saying ahead of time that you're going to do it and following through, or telling somebody. Yep. I'm kind of going into the next piece here. But fall, falling into that, like registering for a class ahead of time, also planning your your week out or your, your time. Yeah. So I have a daily calendar. I write out all the, the appointments that I have for the day. I do it for the week, actually. So every appointment that I have goes on the calendar. And then wherever there's blanks, now I can put in other things that are important for me, like recording podcasts and eating and doing a workout myself so that I... I prioritize me and what's important for me, not just letting the day get away from me. Because if I don't write it down, there's a good chance it's not going to happen. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see ahead of time where you're going to spend your time. And people can get overwhelmed with that. And if you do, I would say do it one or two days at a time. You don't have to do a whole week. Uh but don't wait until the day is escaping you before you make the decision on how you're going to spend your time that day. Yeah. Last piece here for our, our top three strategies for ensuring a higher chance of success is accountability. And I see two sides of this. One is you're being accountable to yourself. And then the other side of it is you're being accountable to somebody else. And they, they can work together for sure. Um, I did a, a video a little while ago. I was wearing a pair of sunglasses. One was super cheap. I ripped them off my face and I broke them in half because they were from the dollar store and it didn't matter. And then I would not do that to my more expensive sunglasses because I value them. And so when you put more dollar or more value into whatever it is you're doing, you're gonna, you're more likely to follow through with with that commitment. So it goes into that. If you sign up for a ten dollar a month gym membership, if you don't show up, you don't care because it, it's there's no value to it. It doesn't cost you anything if you don't show up. You don't care if you don't go. Nobody there cares if you don't go. Versus if you pay f- more for a, a membership somewhere else or for lessons or private lessons, you're going to show up because you've paid more for it. It's more value. If you miss it, you're out. And if you miss it, the other person that's waiting there for you is going to call you out on your bullshit. Yeah. yeah. We contact people that don't show up. We want you to come. It's the opposite business model of a a globo gym (laughs) yes they want you to pay and not show up we want you to pay and show up 
And fortunately, we have a community that backs us up because, you know, for me personally, I always found that the accountability to the people I'm actually going to be working out with was almost as important as to myself or to my coach because there's an expectation there to come and support others. And also when you talk about value, I think there are a lot of other things that you could, you know, place the value on other than a dollars and cents. You know, what what are you getting out of these? It's it's nice to remind yourself of what kind of investment you made and what the return on your investment is. So you can keep yourself accountable by reminding you yourself of those things. <clears throat> that that reminds me I'm working with somebody and we, we kind of made it through the, the halfway mark of the program and they did not see the results that they were expecting. And I said, what would happen if you were just doing this on your own? Well, I just quit. Exactly. Yeah. And what are we yeah. doing now? We're doubling down. We're really identifying, okay, where are the areas that we can improve upon, which is planning. Mm -hmm. That's the... This person does not need to know any more things. We know the things. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Um, they're actually going to go to their doctor for, for some tests. And so that that's literally happening today. Um, but planning is the big one. I was like, do you plan your lunches or do you pack a lunch? No. Great. We've identified an area for improvement. Let's focus on that for the next week and see what happens. I bet you'll see better results that way. Because your day's not going to run you. You're going to be able to run your day. And that's that's the whole point of this. Anything that you put thought into ahead of time rather than in the moment is going to turn out better. Nine times out of ten, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. So those those are the three. The knowledge, the planning, and the accountability. What you can do now is identify which of those three that you struggle with the most. Do you need to know more about the thing that you're, you're trying to get involved with? Or do you need to prepare more? Is it, I'm not planning enough and I'm just kind of letting things happen as, as they show up? Or I need more accountability. I'm, I say I want to do this thing or I want this result, but then I let it, I let it go or I give myself a break. So wh where is it? identify it and then you ask yourself what can i do about it well knowledge is easy you, you find a coach you read more you learn more the preparation what is it what is missing what's the missing component why well, don't bring my lunch or i'm not planning my my um workouts ahead of time now you know it's accountability okay well what can you do well i say i'm going to work on double unders and then i never actually do okay accountability Book a 30-minute skill session. Now you're accountable. You're putting your money where your mouth is, and there's a coach that's going to be there that's going to keep you accountable during that session. Right on. Exactly. So those are your – that's your homework. <sighs> Knowledge, preparation, accountability. What's your weak point? Let's work on that. See the results. Have success. See you at the gym. I'll see you at the gym. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe, and I'll see you next time.